live from parts unknown. You're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet. We think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling show. Thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate it. Uh, we get all the, the fumblings out the way. Of course, this is sponsored by pinsandknuckles.com. They're a merchandise company. So if you need some merch, check them out. Or go to pinsandknucklesmerch.com where they have an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt. And what a world we live in where that's the case. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Simon316. And everything you hear uh, that is my personal venture is supported by patreon.com. Forward slash Simon316. 316. If you could support me, I'd really appreciate it. You can check the webpage out. You see a bunch of rewards. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to watch a couple of the podcasts we do live. We do live streams of those. And talking of the Patreon, what I like to do is I like to give back. Also, I just find it incredibly enjoyable meeting wrestling fans from across the world, which obviously we're all brought together as a community thanks to this crazy thing called the internet. And I get them on the show. I get them on the show. I think it's the best way to try and get a good idea, understanding of you know what the quote-unquote typical wrestling fan is thinking of the product right now and my word do we have a lot to talk about so today i'm very happy to say a man who has been very very good to me in terms of supporting uh, throughout the last few months is my man derek derek how you doing today all the way from america damn it i'm i'm doing pretty good um thanks for having me back on i uh, i appreciate it and um oh no dude pleasure man <laughs> of course of course i i mean i, I enjoy i enjoy everything you do and i'm going to continue to support you as long as i can and um and we can keep talking wrestling like this, like we're doing about to do here now. Thanks, man. That's really kind of you. you know, like I say, that's why it's cool. Like, you know, if you listen to the podcast for a while, you'll be recognizing certain voices as they come back on. I just, I like it. Some people go nuts about it, but look, turn it off. Easy. <laughs> so, dude, let's just get into the nitty gritty. We discussed this beforehand. I kind of wanted to frame this episode up a little bit differently. As you know, if uh, you're a long-term listener to the podcast, we're trying to structure things a bit better, come up with some new ideas. So I have written down eight things that I believe WWE needs to do to save the fiend or just to do to the fiend in general and what i want to do is man i want to go through each one i want to run them by you and i want you to agree i want you to disagree and i just want your opinion on everything that happened at hell in the cell everything that happened last night and everything that could happen at crown jewel <laughs> which is about two two weeks away so for me tying into that match in saudi arabia now i know that wwe usually treats these shows as glorified house shows and i have seen nothing to suggest that that's going to change in, in a couple of weeks but I am talking in a dream world, speculative fashion here before anyone goes, Miller, it's not going to happen. I know. But my number eight is simply give Bray Wyatt the title <laughs> and let him hold it. As I've written here, let him hold it forever. So never, never let him lose the title. And I think if we do that, we may be all right. So do give me your take on that. And also give me a take on everything we saw around about 24 hours ago. I, I completely agree with you. I think he should have won the title last weekend. And I think he should win at Crown Jewel. But as you said, it, it's a glorified house show. And I don't think they've actually changed titles on the last few, the last uh, Saudi Arabia shows they've had in the past. So I, I agree with you 100%. They should, they should give the title to Bray. Um, but the last 24 hours uh, from yesterday, I, 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 you know, honestly, I don't know how to feel anymore. I've kind of lost interest. And, and it's it sucks for me because I that was the best thing in all of wrestling. I think was Bray Wyatt as the Fiend. 
but ever since last weekend, it kind of it kind of killed it for me. It's kind of it, I've lost a little bit of interest, and then last night kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we have to wait and see how this goes. I was kind of hoping that no one was able to enter Bray Wyatt's uh, Funhouse, um, but I guess because I always figured that it was probably you know that Funhouse was more of his, more of Bray Wyatt's mind. But I guess Seth Rollins was able to enter Bray Wyatt's mind. I guess. Um, I, <laughs> it, it, I don't. I I, I I don't know how to answer that. This I I, I don't know how I feel about you know last night because. I, I guess we just have to wait until next. I, I guess this Friday because Bray Wyatt, he's a SmackDown star, and Seth is still a Raw star. So I don't know how they're going to do it since the draft is over. Um, and and they did say that you know they're not going to be crossing brands anymore. But obviously that's a lie. <laughs> I mean, dude, they're already doing it. I mean, we, we we had a discussion earlier. Why was Lacey Evans on the show? And the only reasoning we have is, well, I guess the draft isn't officially over. But if that's the case, why wasn't that made clear? Why didn't someone just tell us that? That's what I don't understand. Just that that, that takes one line from Vic Joseph. You know, just let me know what's going on. Exactly. It's it's and it's it gets kind of frustrating as a fan. You know, you you're told one thing and they completely change it. I mean, like, like you said, I, and I just watched your ups and downs earlier for uh, for Raw and. I and I agree with you. You know, it's WWE's company; they can do whatever they want, but you know, they still have to please the ones that are paying the product. You know, their their product. Yeah, no, I to- I totally agree with that, and I, I tried to make that clear. Yeah, on, on this week's episode, because yeah, that's kind of how I saw it. It was like it's quite clear to me now. It always reminds me when. Do you remember when Braun Strowman won Money in the Bank? Yes. However long ago that was. Yes. And I especially was like, they're not going to give it to Braun. That's too obvious. And then he won it. I'm like, Simon, of course they gave it to Braun. That's what they do. <laughs> and I've kind of come to that conclusion again here, where it's like they've just decided Seth Rollins is their guy. And as over as Bray Wyatt may be or The Fiend, you know, no matter how popular he is, that's not the direction WWE wants to go in. So they're going to stand by their man. And like I said, I genuinely mean it. I respect it. I respect that they have such faith and such dedication to that. The only issue that I have is that's not what the fans want. <laughs> and they're telling you loudly twice and you don't do anything. It, and it's just it, that, you know, that's, that, that's the problem. Exactly. And they've been doing that for, you know, for many, for years and years. Cause to me, I feel like they, if you're not a, a, a WWE guy or woman, if, if you're not a company person, then you're not going to get the main title. Cause I can't see who's had the title so far. It's been, Brock Lesnar, for the most part, you got Roman Reigns and now Seth Rollins. Um, they're they're company guys, and they're going to stick with the company no matter what. So I think that's the reason why they keep the titles all the time. Um, someone like Bray Wyatt, it, it, they kind of shown in the past that you know they you know like Bray Wyatt, he does amazing promos. He's good with his character, whatever character that may be. But when it comes to big matches, he always loses. So it kind of makes him lose interest in whatever he's saying during his promos. Mm. But that's it, right? That's the situation we've got here is that, again, I was doing the uh, the podcast the other day and someone said, oh, no, we need less of the spooky nonsense with Bray Wyatt because that's why he failed beforehand. And I was like, I disagree. The reason we failed beforehand is because he talked such a good game and never back it exactly. up. You know, if he if he had beaten Roman Reigns, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins first time around... Chris Jericho, I couldn't believe it when he lost the Chris Jericho food. But if he had won all of those, the spooky nonsense would have, okay, you don't necessarily have to be into that, but I think it would have carried more weight because it meant something. Exactly. You know, all the, all, all the magic and mystery led him to winning matches, which deep down, let's face it, is all rest, is what wrestling is all about. 
Uh, and that's why I think, I don't think this is going to happen by any stretch of the imagination, but I think because we're in rehab territory, how do you rehab someone quickly? You put the world championship on them, you push them to the moon, you say, this is our guy. Exactly. And that's why, you know, that's why it's at number eight, which ties into number seven, because I think we're about to head there anyway. Move him away from Seth Rollins. <laughs> and then in brackets, I've written to save Seth. And this, you know, this is the other point of view, and I desperately want to get your opinion on this. Bray Wyatt, even though he comes with the baggage of the cult leader and the Wyatt family, The Fiend is new, The Fiend is fresh, like the people still get excited about The Fiend. They haven't given up on him because they want him to succeed. It's a, you know, it's a, like Zack Ryder, for example. Remember, everyone was behind Zack Ryder, but eventually you get worn out and you go, okay, well, they're not going to do anything, so flub it, I'm going to move on. Seth Rollins is still in, uh, sorry, um, Bray Wyatt is still in that sort of birthing period where we want to get behind him. Seth Rollins, though, man, I tell you, like, if you think about how over he was at WrestleMania when he came out at 35 and everyone went crazy and they were desperate to see him get Brock to, what, six, seven months down the line, and he's openly getting booed in shows, he's coming across like the heel, although, you know, the dirt sheets, the news sites, whatever you want to call them, are saying that there's no intention to turn him bad guy. I just think these two are bad for each other. <laughs> like, I don't think they're, and it's not their fault. But in terms of the story and the creative we've been given, I just don't, I think they're dragging each other down. You never want that from any kind of feud. So I just think we've got to cut our losses, again, in dream world, give Bray the belt and then push Seth to do something else. But if we don't do that, end the program, man. <laughs> just end the program. I, 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 again, I, I agree with you on that on that point as well. And, you know, I will say I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Seth Rollins fan, but he has actually gotten really stale for me since the since they decided to team him up with Becky Lynch. And I think that's when they started killing his character a little bit more is when they started doing the, that love story, whatever it was back in June or July, whatever that was. I think that's when for me, it's kind of, it kind of killed the killed Seth's character. And it didn't, like, it's not his fault, you know, it's however he's booked. And I mean, like you're, and, he, and you're right. He, he was hot around WrestleMania time. He beat Brock Lesnar you know, everybody was happy that we were finally going to get the Universal title back on TV. Um, but I, I, I agree. I agree. They, they need to step, separate Bray from Seth. It's just, when, when are they going to do it? It's, that's the thing. It's, you got Crown Jewel coming up, and obviously that's just another house show. And I think we saw, I don't know where I saw that. Someone reported it, that they may end up wrestling again at Survivor Series. So it's going to keep going even after that, I guess that's what they're planning. I, I don't know. Is this how, how much longer are we going to be able to take Seth Rollins versus, versus The Fiend? Well, especially if there's, you know, it doesn't go in the direction that people want it to go in. I mean, then what, what happens to, you know, say, let's say Bray Wyatt, say you're right, they fight a Survivor Series. Well, what happens to Bray Wyatt if he loses three times? And like, I don't care anybody sells, says, Hell in a Cell was a loss. Yeah. It was a loss. <laughs> like, it just was. Like, you could spin it any way you want. He didn't win, <laughs> therefore he lost. Like, that's how I see yeah, it. He, yeah, he didn't, he didn't win the Hell in a Cell. I saw Seth on top, and that's how it was played. I mean, they it took him a while for them to say that was a referee stoppage, but I think that was just for them to save their, you know, save their own ass. Um, yeah. But, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that actually kind of makes it a lot worse, I think. But... Um, <laughs> but if it's like if if they don't give the title to Bray as uh, Saudi Arabia, that that's 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 loss number two in the same month in, in the same month that he wouldn't be, he won't be winning the universal title. And we and most fans we know he's not going to win it. They're not going to change titles. They're not going to give the universal championship to a SmackDown superstar unless they decide to do some trade where he goes to Raw sometime in the next you know next month. Um. And that's still possible because they yes I think over the weekend they said they were going to do a blockbuster trade announcement yesterday but I don't think that ever happened. 
Yeah. Apparently, it's happening tonight on the FS1 show. Uh, I don't know what the hell that's meant to be. I have absolutely no idea. Uh, but yeah, apparently, it's happening there. Uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But I don't know how they would. I, 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 I have no idea. I mean, as of right now, Bray's still a SmackDown guy, and Seth is a Raw guy. It's. I, I don't think. I don't. We know as fans, you know, we know sometimes how sometimes how WWE thinks. They, they're not going to give a Raw title to a SmackDown guy, so we know that Bray's not going to win. Uh, on Halloween, and and if they do wrestle Survivor Series, it was the exact same thing. Just they'll have a Raw versus SmackDown guy, and it to me right now at this moment, the Bray character, the the Fiend character, is it it's on his last leg. On at least in my opinion, I, I don't I don't I don't get excited anymore when I hear the the Firefly Funhouse song anymore, um, as I once did. And now apparently we're not going to get that anymore because what happened last night, um, so. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I really, really don't. In fact, I, just just because I've got it on, I've got it as a number six. Uh, I've literally got it down. You should have to bring back the Firefly Funhouse, but now you have to do it on later in the year or maybe early next year when he goes into a different feud. Well, you know, I, I, I go on. Well, man, go well, so on. yeah, see, then they can bring it back. See, the, the way to bring it back, you would ha- you would have to give Bray the title. Give Bray the title, and he can have a new Funhouse that looks different and say, "Hey, look, this is you know we're we're champions or something like that." You know, with this, with the puppets that he has, um, that's one way you can bring it back is have give the belt to Bray, um, and then he can start up with this with the new fun house. Yeah, no, that's what I think. That's what I think you should do. And then it's almost like you hit the reset button a little exactly. bit, and we can just pretend that everything we've just seen didn't happen. And we, can, we can just be like, "Nah, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that never went down." But now I, I think. I think the problem with the burning of the Firefly Funhouse for me is that nobody wanted it to happen. And that would be a great tactic if Seth Rollins was meant to be the babyface, right? It, it, uh, sorry, the heel. The heel. If Seth Rollins is meant to be the heel and you take away the thing that people enjoy, fantastic, man. That's excellent. And we, we still don't know they're not heading in that direction. We are basing this off speculation and what other people are saying. But to, you know, take away that thing that everybody loves, everybody talks about. And I actually agree with you. I think it was probably a good idea to stop it at some point relatively soon, unless they had some ideas, because it did feel like they were over-relying on it a little bit. But don't have Seth Rollins as the guy to burn it down, especially oh, especially the cheesiness of it. Like, And I want to point out, I know this is a particularly sort of critic, critical episode of WWE. I love WWE, and I love what they do, and I still enjoyed Raw's, the Raw show as much as I could. But still... I, it just doesn't make any sense to have something that fans like and have the guy that you're kind of struggling to get cheered and go, he can destroy it without somebody going, wait a minute. <laughs> just, just if we do do that, you do realize we're going to piss everybody off. And if they go, yeah, we don't care. Again, great. It's your company. Do whatever the <laughs> hell you want. But I, th- that's when I get confused. And that's when I sort of get a little bit more, I'll go with negative. I don't, crit- critical is a better word, but I get more critical because it just seems so obvious in my head. Like it just seems so obvious. So when you don't do it, I'm like, okay. What's na- what now though? What now? What is the plan? I, I, right now, to me, Seth Rollins kind of into that Roman Reigns territory where you know WWE is going to push him as a babyface no matter what, and the fans are going to end up booing him. I mean, I heard some boos last night. You know, when he was burning down the the funhouse, um, and we're supposed to think that you know what I, what I take from that is that that Seth is the the heel and Bray should be the babyface, and I think that's the way you can save these both both their characters is. Turn Seth heel, turn uh, turn brave face. That's I think that is one way you can probably save their characters a little bit. But <laughs> I at this point I, I I don't know. I just don't know. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying, man. A lot of people are saying that it's just it's just very confusing. It's very confusing all around. Which brings me to my number five, 
which is, you know, we have a bunch of guys on the roster who don't do anything. And as much as we may like them to do something, WWE are not going to pull that trigger. So why the hell don't you just have Bray Wyatt tear through all of it? I, you know, I, see, just, just, just let him go on a tear. See, that I agree with. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I, I think it was like it was too early for Bray to go for the title. I mean, they, they were, if he was going to go for the title, he should have done it right away when he came out. He should have never, he should never wrestled Finn, but he, he should have gone for the title right away. Going for the title right after Finn Balor's feud or whatever feud that was, um, I think that was kind of a mistake. I think he, they should have waited until maybe the Royal Rumble for Bray to come out and maybe win the Rumble. You know, tear, you know, throw everybody out, wrestle whoever's champion at, at WrestleMania, and that's when you can pull the trigger with Bray. And he could, and for now, and then right now, he, you could have had him feud with, I don't know, I mean, have different matches with different people. Like with, uh, he could have, uh, Survivor Series could have been Undertaker. You could have done that with him, you know, put Bray over. Um, you could have done other, I guess, other legends, I guess, if you want to do, or any, anybody on the roster um, that the feud with, you know, he can feud with, uh, you know, Luke Harper. They're not doing anything with him anymore or right now. And I know he was with uh, Eric Rowan, but he's on Raw now. We don't know where Luke Harper's going to end up. Um, I mean, you could have, you could have gotten, you, you keep, they could have had Bray just, like you said, just run over everybody, like Luke Harper or, I, I can't think of any wrestlers talking about, like Rusev, since they're not really using Rusev anymore. I know you love Rusev. As, as, as much no, as you're, I, you're right, though, man. <laughs> I do, too. You are right, though. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, you, know, you could do something like Mike Kanellis, right? Yeah. Mike Kanellis, he doesn't do anything. I, I like Mike exactly. Kanellis, he's not doing anything. Exactly. So. I mean, you could, you could have done that. You didn't have to do that every single Raw or every pay per view. Just, you know, every, every two weeks or so, you know, have Bray come out and destroy someone. You didn't have to do. Uh, Seth Rollins feud right away. If you had no intention to give Bray the title, don't do the feud right now. That then that's the thing. If you don't have an out, don't go into it to begin with, right? Exactly. Like I think that that is the key. Like it doesn't benefit anybody, and you just well, you end up where we are now, where you just have this confusing. You know, I don't know. You know, there's probably a Mike Canellis fan now listening uh, who's saying, "Oh, that's not fair to Mike Canellis." <laughs> no, I agree with you, but at least he's being used. And that sounds terrible. But if I run a business, if I have an operation that's going on, I try and use my personnel as best as possible. Exactly. And it, exactly. And I would have done the same thing with you know, like with um, if Samoa Joe was healthy. You know, he's a big he's a big threat, and if the Fiend went over Samoa Joe so quickly, it makes the Fiend even more powerful. Um, same thing with Rusev. I'd rather have Rusev lose quickly to the Fiend than what Rusev's going through right now. But that's another topic, another day. <laughs> Dude, we'll get there. We'll get there. we'll get this stuff out of the way. Then we'll have a we'll have a little chat. Where am I up to? What's my number? My number four is he should get to WrestleMania as the champion, and whoever the hell that he, uh, you know, that he, that whoever he takes on, he should win. He should win a WrestleMania match. Like to me, that's always a big thing. That's always a big deal. That always, you know, carries with it a certain amount of oh wow, you know, because when it was, I don't think Bray, Bray Wyatt has ever won at WrestleMania. All I can remember is that he lost to the Undertaker and then got embarrassed by the embarrassed by the the um by the Rock. <laughs> I don't think he's done anything else. So put him there and just and he actually didn't didn't did he, did he lose the WWE Championship to Randy Orton at WrestleMania? He did, yeah, yeah man. See, exactly. So he lost to Randy Orton, uh, the Rock stuff. John Cena, Undertaker. Did he fight John Cena? He did, yeah. John Cena's just lost. Lost, lost, yeah. lost, lost, lost. <laughs> so, you know, let everybody know that you're taking a different tact, making him the champion, and having him win. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, and I agree with you. I mean, if I don't see, because like, the way I'm just going what I've seen so far on TV and what WWE's doing, I don't think they're going to give Bray Wyatt a title anytime soon. If they do, they need to do it. They need to you know, pull that trigger now. 
But if they don't give him a title, then I would just after Survivor Series, after Survivor Series, keep keep Bray Wyatt off TV until the Royal Rumble. Have him win the Royal Rumble as the Fiend, and then he can go to WrestleMania and win the WrestleMania, uh, you know, the championship that way. Whoever is the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship, let him win it that way. Um, if he's gonna hold a title going to the WrestleMania, he's he has to win that title now. He's got to win it at Saudi Arabia or at Survivor Series. If not, um, they need to keep him off TV for a while until the Royal Rumble, until the I guess they uh, where they start writing new stories after that. You know, going on going to WrestleMania. Yeah, dude, I I couldn't agree with you more. It's going to be an early sort of save job, at least far uh, for earlier than I expected. Um, I mean, it, it kind of what you just mentioned as well, you tie it in, it's like you know my list. Number three is treat him as special. Don't have him on every show. Because do you remember how cool it was when after the Finn Balor stuff, he was kind of he was there, then he wasn't there, then he was there, then he wasn't there. I thought that worked out really well. Like I was annoyed when he wasn't on the show. And at first I was like, oh, that's rubbish. But I was like, no, that's good. That's a reason for me to watch. Is he going to be there? And I understand if you go to the live events, and, you know, he probably would get advertised here and there. Yes, that does suck because you want to see him. But it also means on a sort of a bigger level that people are going to be more excited when he is there. And I think that's the key. You know, you want to make sure that people are excited. That's it, right? You want people to light up when he's there. And if you see him every single week, I say it all the time, it's the law of diminishing returns. It just You just get used to it. And I don't think we should ever get used to a character like Bray Wyatt. I, I agree. I agree. I, he shouldn't be there every week. He shouldn't be there every Monday or even every Friday for this, for SmackDown. Um, it should just be, needs to be a surprise. When it's a surprise, the crowd's more into it. The crowd pops harder for that um, when it's a surprise. And I, 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 that's a, that's, I agree with you 100% on that one. It, having him there every Monday or every Friday kind of you know, you don't get as excited, you know, you just expect him to be there. But when he's not there, you get disappointed, you know? Um, hmm. But disappointment's a useful tool. You can use disappointment if done in the right way. Like, it's not easy, but you can manage it. You can balance it. Like, I thought it made sense when he wasn't on the TV show, but he'd come out for a dark match. Yeah. I know that dark matches are, are ruined nowadays because the internet goes, here was the dark match. But, you know, you, you have to accept that things are going to change at some point. I don't think that's a big deal. I really, really don't. Like, you can choose to ignore that stuff should you so wish. Yeah, because you know, dark matches are just dark matches. Like, that's what they are. They're dark matches. And they have no meaning to any of the storylines that we see on TV. Um, so, yeah, you can have the Fiend during the dark matches. That's, you know, that's not a big deal. At least not to me. It's not. Um, no, I don't care. I, I, I think if you're going to get annoyed about that, you may as well just stop watching. <laughs> because... But do you know what I mean? Because it's like when people get mad that, oh, I saw Becky Lynch and Charlotte in an Instagram photo together. <laughs> I understand that it does take away from it, but you have to just accept that that's where we live now. Yeah, exactly. We just got to look at wrestling as, yeah, as uh, like comic books. That's what, like you're going to see a movie. You know, you're going to see, yeah. you know, you, you see um, Tom Holland and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal hanging out on Instagram. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not going to take anything away from the movie. Yeah. And I totally, I would much, you know, when people, wrestlers do keep it all in kayfabe, whatever you want to call it, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Yes, I prefer that, but I'm not a sociopath when I'm going to be like, you're ruining wrestling for me. No, 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 they're human beings at the end of the day. They are allowed to have a normal life. <laughs> you don't have to be a wrestler 24 hours a day. Um, my number two is nice and simple. I mean, it's not going to happen now unless Bray White does jump back to Raw. Don't reform the White family. I don't think going backwards ever helps. I think we've reformed them one time too many as it was. Uh, and that to me is almost like a cop out. Like we've run out of ideas. I, I don't think you want to. Um, I, I, I just don't think it's going to help. I think it's going to bring back other memories that potentially we don't want to bring up, like the Rock at WrestleMania 32. Again, I just think we need to keep plowing forward and somehow make the best of what is now, unfortunately, a bad situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I agree with you. But 
what happened yesterday, it was kind of a like a foreshadow or, you know, something going back to what they did back then when Bray was feuding with Randy Orton. It ended the exact same way. Randy Orton burned down his, whatever it was, was it a barn or a house or whatever it was. Ah, it's Abigail's shed or yeah, something. Some, yeah, something like that. <laughs> see, Seth did it with the fun house. I'm afraid that maybe, you know, the fiends are going to go after the people that used to be Bray's friend back in the day. And help you know help um, recover from whatever he just lost you know from last night's show. Hopefully that doesn't happen because I, I was thinking yeah. that, and, and, and you brought it up, so I had to, I had to say it. But no, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I hope I hope not. I just it's just I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just not cool, is it? It's just not cool. That's all I can. Yeah, think I, of. It's I, just that we're going back to this. I thing. agree. I agree with you. It's 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 not cool. It's it's not cool at all. Yeah, and my final one, number one. This is actually I I didn't do it as a. Eight is the least important, is one is the most important, but actually I changed my mind. Don't babyface him. Like, just don't do it. Like, WWE sometimes get into this habit where they, you know, they decide, okay, we're going to go with it, but now we've got to make him a babyface, like, in inverted commas. Do you know what I mean? Like, so he, he doesn't do this anymore. No, 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 no. He got over based on the merits of what he's been doing so far. So if you then take that away and change it, you're only going to annoy people because be like, that's not the Bray Wyatt I like to begin with. It's kind of what they did with Seth a little bit. It kept giving him lines. Oh, Roman Reigns too. They kept feeding him lines they thought people would like as opposed to trying to not to manufacture him. So, you know, don't. no matter what happens, no matter where we go, don't worry about faces and heels. Let Bray Wyatt do whatever he thinks he needs to do with this character. You know, I, I just don't think it's a good idea to, to overthink it. Yeah, and, and I agree to that, too, for, for, uh, for the most part. Just, you just let if, you just gotta let the fans be the, you know, let them cheer, let them boo, let the, you know, let the fiend be the fiend, you know. He doesn't have to be a face or a heel. He just let him be, let him be him. Let him do his own thing. What do they call that, tweener? He can be both face and heel. He's going to get cheered no matter what. If, either that's, if you make him a face or a heel, he's going to get cheered. Same with Seth Rollins. He's going to get booed either way. Um, I, I agree with you. You don't have to make him face. You don't have to turn break face. And if they make him face, then they, then they may end up uh, start, you know, scripting his slimes a little bit more than they already, you know, because I think they've given Bray a little bit more freedom than other wrestlers. But if you turn him face, then, you know, his, uh, his promos may not be as good. No, I, I think they'd be doing it as a, as a like an escape plan almost. Oh, we'll try this. No, 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 don't try it. Don't try it. Just, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> Just don't do it, WWE. Just don't do it. So yeah, there, there, there's my eight things. I mean, in general, man, can you can you even believe we're here? Like, I feel like a bit like a, I feel like I've been mugged off by WWE because I defended them so much. I defended them like yeah, everyone's like they're going to ruin it, man. They're going to ruin it. Like nah, they won't ruin it. They won't ruin it. It'll be fine. I'm like, damn it, damn it. You, you, what it, what did you think after Hell in the Cell? I know it's ages ago now. I don't uh, care. What was your reaction when all that was going on? Actually, I, I was kind of I was kind of pissed. You can you can ask my wife. And I, I we were laying we were laying in bed watching the show and and. When uh, Seth Rollins when they go hit him with the sledgehammer, I mean, the referee's like, "No, don't do this. It's not you." And it's like his mind is like, "It's hell in a cell. You can do whatever he wants." Um, so, but instead, you know, hits Fiend with, with the sledgehammer and the bell rings. I, I, I got, I sat up. I was like, "Really?" I was, I was, I was, I was, I was upset. I, I would say I was angry. I was more, it was more disappointment and more, you know, I was like, uh, you know, they, this is how they're gonna go. It's gonna, and I, I, I automatically knew that that's gonna kill the Fiend's character. That's just the beginning of. You know of the of the decline of, of of the fiend. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, I try to stay positive, but you know it, get, it gets kind of hard. You know, it you you get into you you, in, 
you invest your time in someone and then, you know, a couple months later down the road, they, they completely change the story or they do something where it makes you lose interest. You can go all the way back to earlier this year with Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah, you know, her main event with WrestleMania, they, they kept changing the story. So I kind of lost interest in her, in her character. Um, and same way right now with the theme, I'm kind of losing interest in the theme. It, it, that last last month or last Sunday at Hell in a Cell, it kind of it kind of kind of hurt it a little bit. I, mean, I I still support Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. I still you know hopefully they they turn him around and make him like he should be. But I, it's it's kind of it, it's hard to tell. It, it's hard to explain how I how I feel right now when it comes to Bray Wyatt. Confused. Yeah, confused. There you go. That's the word. Confused. Yeah. Because to me, it felt like, uh, and this is why I was so confident, it just felt like an easy home run, especially because, I don't like this term, but wrestling ain't real, man. <laughs> like, we could do whatever we want, so why wouldn't we do it? Like, that's, that's the thing that really gets me. You can just create whatever you want to create, and that's fine. And yet we decided to, because I, I know that even if you were upset that Seth Rollins, let's say that you know Bray won at Hell in a Cell, to me, it would be awesome if people were upset that Seth Rollins won. Because that would just justify his babyface nature and maybe get him a more a bigger swell of support. So why wouldn't you want to take it off him? What is the problem with him losing the belt? I've, I've thought about this time and time again because I'm a nerd, but I can't come up with a reason. I can't come up with a reason not to do it aside from where well, we want Seth to be the champion. Okay, but you don't have to do that. There's no one stopping you. <laughs> it's not like in UFC, for example, where Dana White's got his boys and he wants to make sure they hold on to the gold and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. If, just, if you give it to Bray for a week and take it back, okay, that's about it. Exactly. I mean, they they, they could have given Bray the title, um, uh, Hell in a Cell, and then you can use the draft to make it where he has to get, he's got to put, uh, relinquish the belt because he's on SmackDown now, and then now you know the belt's vacant. And then to give a Seth, give it to Seth Rollins back that way, uh, you didn't have you know you, you could have they could have done it different way. They could have done it where Seth, not Seth, uh, Bray Wyatt uh, won the title at Hell in a Cell, and Seth Rollins would have been okay. He would still be the babyface, um, even though even though the Fiend would be getting cheered for winning the title. But you you could still you could still pull the trigger there, but obviously they did not. And, and look where we are now. Yeah, we're just talking about it over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, dude, earlier on, let, let's shift gears a little bit. You mentioned the Rusev, Lana, uh, Bobby Lashley storyline. Uh, look, 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 I don't. again, as I've always said, if WWE wants to do this stuff, awesome, but I don't know who it's for. It's not for me. Like when Lana's there making, when Lana's there just saying she's basically making sexual innuendos and sexual references, <laughs> I'm like... The, the best thing about it was Bobby Lashley's face. Bobby Lashley just like he's having the time of his life, which I quite appreciate. He cracks me up, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> but it feels mean-spirited. So, you know, fans like you and I, I think we kind of get that impression that it feels a little bit mean-spirited. But on top of that, I'm just like, again, who... I know, I know who it's for. I understand who it's for. But is that working? Because it's been going on a few weeks and I haven't seen like a spike in ratings or I haven't seen many people talking about it. And I understand the, the sort of wrestling sphere I have around myself is people like myself in terms of my fandom. <laughs> But even outside of that, I'm not. You know, I know when something's good in wrestling because I get all my old mates texting me, going Miller, 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 and no one's texting me going uh, Miller. Just saw this hot blonde like getting. <laughs> I've, no one said that to me because I don't think it's doing the. You know, I don't think it's kind of getting that kind of traction that maybe WWE wants it to. <laughs> and, and true. And, and what do you do to uh, what do you do to a person that just you know casually just switching channels and they you know say I want I want to check out wrestling for the first time ever and they turn into that. 
how do you explain that to them? You know, well, dude, it happens to me all the time. Every time I get someone that doesn't watch that, that's what they'll see every time. And I'm like, oh, don't watch it. <laughs> like, don't, don't watch it. It was a mistake. I'm well, sorry. And, 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 you know, people always say that we need, you know, we need to bring back the attitude era. We need to bring back the attitude era. This is the attitude era. This is what they did back then in, in the late 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't think. I don't think when people say that, I don't think they exactly know what they really mean when they say the attitude area. That's not what they want. They don't want, you know, sexual content on, on the, on wrestling. At least I don't. I mean, I'm not speaking for anybody else. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And it's, it, to me, it's, to me, it's not entertaining. That's to me, that's not, that's not wrestling. It, even back then, it wasn't wrestling to me back then. Um, you know, they did. So they do those stupid storylines back in the day. Um, I, I wasn't really into that stuff and I just, I just wanted to see people get beat up. Like I, like I still do. I still want to see people get beat up. Mm. Yeah. And you want good storylines to come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I just, I just looked as we were talking. I was, I thought maybe it does well on YouTube. I had this bizarre thought. I thought oh, maybe it's just designed for that. They haven't even uploaded it to YouTube. <laughs> like, unless I can't see it. I'm, I'm just, obviously I'm just scanning here. I'm not really paying much attention, but I can't see it. So that's even more confusing. It doesn't even go up on there. Well, I know how thumbnails work. Well, and, and, and you know, we we praise Paul Heyman for you know certain storylines, but we also gotta you know we gotta point out the negative too on his story because I'm assuming this is a more this is a Paul Heyman storyline as well because he since he's doing the stories on on raw um i'm assuming this is him i mean i could be wrong i mean i don't know if anything that you know that saying that this is not his story um well i see i mean, I mean yeah it's, it, it certainly feels like a paul Heyman story yes that, I, I don't know for sure but it, yeah, it sounds and, like and, it. and this is this is part of paul Heyman stories i i don't like I, I think he you know he needs to be pointed out for that too as it's, it's like for, for like for me it kind of I don't know. It kind of ruins to me. It ruins Rusev's character a little bit. Um, Bobby Lashley, he'll be fine because you know he's, you know, he hasn't really done much since being in WWE, anyways, um, for the second time. And Lana is not gonna hurt her either because you know <laughs> she doesn't really wrestle. She's more. Lana is more. I mean, I'm not trying. I'm not putting her down at all. But Lana's character is more of someone from the late '90s character. She would have been perfect during yeah, that time of wrestling. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know where they're going with that. I mean, Rusev didn't even appear on Raw this week. So it was just, uh, I don't know what it was. And I'm sure some people disagree and they say they like it. And as I always say, that's really, really cool. I don't hate it. And I'm not going to stop watching WWE if they keep doing it. It's just when it's on... I always think to myself, I don't know what's happening right now. Like I don't, I feel really, I feel really confused and and, and a bit disturbed. But. Yeah, and sadly, I, you know, I I love Rusev. I think he's great. They they should have pushed him a long time ago, and obviously that's not going to happen um, anytime soon. But when Rusev's on TV now, or that story, that that's my that's my bathroom break. Sadly to say. <laughs> no, dude, it's not. It's 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 fair because it's that classic. If they don't care about them, it kind of, you know, water runs downhill. <laughs> Eventually, it does affect you because you're like, well, I don't care about them either. Exactly. And who knows? In a couple of weeks, this story may be completely dropped. And just look at uh, Mike and Marie, uh, what's her name? Maria, uh, Marie, yeah, with the the baby thing, the being pregnancy. Who's the who's the daddy? We haven't really heard that in the last few weeks, have we? No, uh, no, man. No, <laughs> no. That, that just died. Although, you know, Mike Canales wants his release. I, I did see that. Uh, I, I, how do you feel about that? Because a lot of people are criticizing him, going, oh, well, you shouldn't have signed a contract in June. And I'm like, man, everyone changes, dude. You can't hold people to decisions they made in their past. Yeah. Like, you, pro sometimes you have to make those decisions to figure out what you want. Like, that's life. Everybody does that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I mean that if, if they want to sign, they, they sign with WWE, then that's good for them. I mean, they thought it was the right decision at that time. 
Um, obviously, you know, she's pregnant, so I'm assuming that they did it because, you know, like, hey, WWE has, you know, it's a good place for medical or whatever they do, you know, good money. But if they're not happy, then you're not happy. And everybody has the right to change their mind. I mean, everybody makes decisions. And sometimes it's the right one, sometimes the wrong one. Apparently, for my it was the wrong decision. Yeah, no, I don't. If it, I, I haven't got a problem with it. You know, you can't, you can't judge, you can't judge people on stuff like that. It's not fair. <laughs> exactly. It's not fair. If everyone, and if, if if no one ever, if everyone just made correct decisions every day, how boring would life be? So no, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't, I, I don't think it's, um, it's just not right. You got eleven limits. Though. The problem with wrestling is all this stuff gets out, and we're all quick to to jump on and criticize but yeah i don't I, I, it's not for me not for me I, I he can do whatever the hell he wants to do and all the best to him i hope he finds i hope he finds happiness i mean dude given the aw because we'll go up on wednesday given the aw is going down later on how are you finding that man how is your, I, your actually, love for I, elite wrestling I, I love it i love wednesday night uh dynamite that that you know and it's after i, I will I'll, I'll bring back the theme one more time after that theme thing i'm i'm it kind of does carry on to NXT. I'm not really going to watch NXT because I rather support AEW. So I want them to do better, so WWE can do better as well. Um, but wow, man! There you go. <laughs> Fuck you, NXT. No, I'm joking. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure they. they I'm sure they no, lost a lot of people man. from that last last pay per view. You know, they're going to switch to AEW where it's more wrestling based. It's more of a, I guess, a sports feel. Um, but talking about AEW, I I love it. it that first night, that's the first two, the two, the first two weeks they've had. It it, it kind of gives me the old WC, the WCW Nitro feel a little bit, and that's when I started watching wrestling was WCW back in the mid '90s. So it brings back that you know that old feeling of like oh this is this is great I, I love I love it, um, and it's TV 14 so you know they they it's a little more more edgy we you know with the with the I guess the swearing and and the the action they do in the ring. Um, in the in the commentating, I, I think they they've improved in one week. They they improved, um, and their their uh, camera production they've improved in one week as well. Um, it, to me, I feel like AEW is listening to listening to the fans more than WWE. But I mean, I I could be wrong about that one. But a, I, I I I'm glad that AEW is here. I'm glad tomorrow tomorrow's Wednesday, so I, I am excited to see uh, Dynamite tomorrow night. Yeah, where. Because we have the Chris Jericho Darby Allen match tonight, right? That's tonight. It, I think it's tonight. Yeah. Is that tonight? For the, the I think it's the tonight. The street fight for the world or the, or the Wednesday show. Yeah. yeah. For the street fight for the for the world. I think. Let me yes. Yeah. I think. I, actually, I think you're right. I think it is for the for the championship. Um, uh, Chris Jericho. So what do we what what do we do there? Because I mean, he's not going to lose the you know he's not going to lose the title. Yeah, October sixteenth. Yeah, he's not going to lose the title because you want to build that Cody Rhodes Chris Jericho. I think there's huge exactly. money in that at the next pay per view. I I you know I. I hope they don't overdo it because I I felt it last Wednesday when they closed the show with the, that mayhem with the you know the good guys versus the bad guys. Um, I, you know I think that's how they may end it where you know the inner circle gets involved so it ended up in the DQ somehow or no contest. I mean that's fine and all, but if you do that third week in a row, it might start you know fans might start you know questioning the, those uh, those stories because it's it's, it's kind of like the old WCW and NWO stories. Um, that's how they usually close the shows back in the day, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or, yeah, they did. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's that's what that's what I got out of it last Wednesday because I was like, well, they did that the Wednesday before too. Um, so hopefully they don't do it this Wednesday, but I, I feel like that they may, and that's the only way they I could see them where you know they keep the belt on Chris Jericho so they can you know build their feud. He can build his feud with uh, Cody. Yeah. What what. 
what do you think the long-term plan for them is? Obviously, I think Chris Jericho should hold the belt for the while. I don't think Cody Rhodes should win it either because we know Cody Rhodes is a star. Basically, you know, I think AEW is of the mindset that whoever is going to beat Chris Jericho is going to be a guy they build up. Maybe you do it with Kenny Omega as well because he's kind of deliberately, you know, not on top of the world right now. But is there a guy, basically what I'm saying to you, is you think there's a guy in the depths of their company that they're slowly, apart from MJF, like that's an obvious one, but more, more let me rephrase that question. Do you think they have a standout up-and-coming babyface star, which is obviously something that WWE lacks? Like Cody Rhodes will fit into that build perfectly, but we know that. Do you think that there's a guy under the radar that's going to grow and evolve throughout WWE, uh, throughout AEW, to the point you're like, oh my gosh, bam, there it is. You know, um, I would actually say Kenny Omega. I mean, I don't know if they actually had a, a, a a plan for a baby like a you know they're gonna start at the bottom and build them up until you know next year or whatever next they're all out or all in pay-per-view whatever they're gonna call it next year um i don't that that i don't know i don't think they should give you the cody um right now they chris jericho should hold it for a while i think i think the aew championship should be the belt where someone holds for a long time they shouldn't be like the WWE title where it switches hands so often um it it needs to it needs to stay on Jericho for a while. You know he beats Cody on at the, was it called Full Gear um, next month, um, and then and build up Kenny Omega. Cause, you know a lot because because uh, like honestly I I don't know everybody on the AEW roster because for for me a lot of them are you know they're brand new to me because I I don't I didn't watch uh, New Japan or uh, Ring of Honor or stuff like that. Um, I've only watched WWE because that's the only thing I have access to in my television. Um, so a lot of these are, you know, brand new to me and I'm in, and I'm liking what I'm seeing the last few weeks. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people don't know who Kenny Omega is and, you know, uh, before the, uh, before the dynamite show. So I would use Kenny as, cause he's a, he's a great wrestler. He's a, he's one of the best wrestlers on the, in the world. Um, and I think they could slowly build him up after his feud with, uh, with, uh, Moxley and have Kenny go over Jericho sometime, uh, next summer and have him win the title. And then, then from there you can. Build a Kenny Omega versus John Moxley uh, feud, and 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 then do that after, and on sometime in the next year. Do you kind of? I'm stealing this from Dave Meltzer, but I thought it was an interesting opinion. Do you kind of agree with this idea that AEW's made a mistake by not pushing Kenny Omega as the same guy that he was in New Japan because of the people that don't know who he is? Like you and I know Kenny Omega, so we just kind of go, "Oh, that's an interesting direction." But if you're a brand new fan to AEW, do you think it would be better if he was able to be the guy that obviously has won over many fans? <laughs> you know, over the years, do you think they, is it a misstep? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Kenny, ha- I mean, Kenny has a say in all the stuff that he, that he does. So, I mean, maybe this is all coming from Kenny's ideas that he wants to do a different direction than what he did in, in New Japan. And if that's true, then, you know, that's, I'm all for that. I mean, like you said, we, you and I know who Kenny Omega is, you know what he's done. But for the new fans that don't know him, um, I, I don't know. I mean, you can build them up. I mean, because wins and losses matter in AEW, apparently, so you don't want him to keep losing. Um, They've literally just uploaded an official wins and losses to their website. <laughs> just to jump in there, they, that is, you can go to AEW.com now and they have a wins and losses record. So. How many? How many losses? What, what's his record right now? Do you can you see it? Can, can you Omega? It's something that I saw earlier, but I'm sure I'll be able to find it if I go there. Although saying that, as much as I love. <laughs> AW, their website is um, yeah, not yeah, ideal. Yeah, their website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can say that their their website kind of sucks right now. <laughs> so. Let me see if I can find it. I saw it on Reddit. So if I go to Reddit, <laughs> the wonderful, wonderful Reddit, um, I'm going to be able to find it. Yes, there we go. All Elite Roster 
Where is it though? Well, let me reread that post. That sounds like gibberish. No, it says Aido's roster page I'm a data with official wins and losses records. So sure. Oh, there we go. Yeah, boom, got it. So Kenny Omega, if I can find him, because it's in no order, is two wins, three losses. Yes. Yeah, so-, so in singles, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, so he's below. So he's, he's below. He's below 500. Um, you know how, how we determine in sports here in the states. But he- yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah. So he's so uh, he's. He, and then I'm assuming he's ending up losing to Moxley. Uh, Moxley here soon. Aren't they wrestling at full gear? I could be wrong. I think yeah. so, but yeah, I think full gear's not really been established. It's only like they're going in that direction, though. So I'm assuming that they're going to put Moxley over. I mean, that's how I'm I'm seeing it. I mean, that's how they kind of built it a little bit because uh, you don't want John Moxley, you know, coming from WWE to lose, you know, soon after joining AEW. Um, so. That that would make Kenny Omega two and four. So I don't know how they would they would build Kenny Omega from there. So I get, yeah, I guess the point out the uh, Meltzer's um, saying is you know maybe they should have built Kenny Omega out to be uh you know how he was in New Japan to show people he's really really good and you and I know that he's a really really good wrestler. Um, maybe they should have waited on the Moxley storyline um, you know after the you know just do it for the new year or something. Um, I don't know. I mean that's that's an interesting point. I mean he he. If Kenny loses, I can say he'll be two and four. Yeah, yeah, which will make it. I, I do like. I like the fact that we can have this kind of conversation because it happens in sports all the time, right? People go on losing streaks, winning streaks, but not like a losing streak that we see in WWE where you <laughs> throw a tantrum afterwards. Exactly, and, and I do want to. I do want to ask. I mean, I, I don't know if you may know because, I mean, I, is these are these win and loss records? Are they permanent or are they going to start over like a, a, a for a new season? Because. I don't. I could be wrong, but I thought that AEW is going to take a little off season as well. But I could be wrong about that one. Um, so, I'm not sure, but I guess I guess it's one of those things we're going to find out. right? Yeah, I guess I guess we have to enjoy the ride as we as we uh, as we well as we have it. I kind of like that though. I, I kind of like that it does feel different. I totally agree with you about the WCW stuff. I think the WCW stuff is. Um, yeah, the best thing about it is if you know what WCW is, like you and I, you enjoy it for what it was. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. You never saw WCW. Who cares? Like, you know, who cares? <laughs> exactly. So they just need to stay away from the mistake they did with the NWO. If they if they end up being if the inner circle is trying to be like the NWO, I think that's gonna that's gonna uh, kill that faction pretty quickly. They need to make it in their own thing um, and and stay away from what WCW did because we know what we know what happened there. It's almost a half the roster, more than half the roster joined the NWO. Yeah, I mean, I, I, is there any, I don't think they're going to do that with the inner circle. I think they're too smart. But, you know, as, as long as they don't and they stay away with that, I think we've got, you know, a huge, a huge upside with what they could do with that group. Because it's been so long since we've had a stable and so long since a group like that has come along and actually felt legit. Exactly. That learning from those kind of mistakes and ensure that they peak, 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 but then obviously get their ass kicked eventually and then we can just move on. And they're all, everyone in that group is good enough to have singles careers too. And we don't over-rely on them basically, which is what WCW did towards the end. I think it will, it'll be like the old meeting the new and I'm always all good with the old meeting the new. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, we, we will see. I mean, it's a crazy, let's finish just a quick overview of the draft. I mean, my, <laughs> you know, my thing, with, my thing with the draft now is that now it's all said and done. It feels a bit like it was just done for ratings. No one has really changed massively. Everyone's kind of on the same show. And hopefully now we can just settle back into whatever WWE is meant to be and see where we wind up. I, I, you know, to me, the, the Friday night SmackDown draft and last night's draft, to me, it was boring. It was a, both of them were boring shows to me. I mean, there were some good, there were some good matches in between is just overall the show was based 
was built over the you know around the draft, but nothing really ha- nothing really happened. It was it was built more like an NFL draft where you know you, you have someone come up there, the commissioner would or this would be Stephanie McMahon coming out there and reading the names. They didn't even have the wrestlers come out. You know they they want to be more like sports. At least in the NFL draft, they have the the player come to the stage. They even do this for <laughs> for SmackDown Raw. Um, right. So there you go. You're you you are American, correct? Yes. Right. Yes. Because I got crapped on. People going, Miller, you don't understand the NFL drafts. Like, no, I've watched NFL drafts. <laughs> like, you'll be amazed to hear the National Football League is a big deal over here. We're not as big as in America. I just didn't like the way WWE did it because I think you could have more fun with WWE. I, I, that was I it. I agree, and I, and I thought it was boring. You know, and this is where I mean, they should have had two separate people come. Um, you know, someone representing USA and someone representing Fox. To come out and read their their pick, um, I think because the war room was it was stupid, but it was also hilarious at the same time. So, um, <laughs> um, I I will admit I didn't know about the fox robot or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, and I I didn't know what the hell that. Admittedly, that one went way over my head. But you know, I don't get we don't get fox over here, so why would I be able to? Watch yeah, I, I thought I I just thought it was funny. I think it was more funny than it was more stupid and funny at the same time. I didn't I didn't really. I mean, it wasn't like, well, this is, you know, this is you know, going to kill ratings. It, it was just, it was just really stupid, funny to me. <laughs> but overall, the draft for me, it, it was just boring. I, I just hope from here, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen though. But from here, that the Raw roster stays on Raw and the SmackDown roster stays on SmackDown, and we can build proper feuds. But we keep saying that, you know, we keep saying that. Well, after, well, after uh, SummerSlam, it's going to get better. Well, after they go on Fox, it's going to get better. But now we have to say after Crown Jewel, they'll start building a storyline. But you know, we've been doing that for the last, I don't know, how many, how many years. I don't get it, man. They never do it. <laughs> they never do it. It's just, they never do it. Like, I don't understand. And, and, and we got, you got, like I said, we got Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. They're, Bray's on SmackDown, and as of right now, um, you know, Seth is on Raw. And then, like like last night, Lacey was on Raw, and she's supposed to be on SmackDown. So, who, who, who knows? Yeah. And no Randy Orton, and no Rusev, and no uh, somebody else. Who got moved to the Raw? They went on Raw because why would they be? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, and, they, and I was surprised they announced Titus O'Neil to go on Raw. I mean, this is the last time I, I haven't I mean, seen Titus O'Neil, and I don't even remember. Is it? So they're just they're so just picking sh- random names. And I I found it hilarious that the USA War Room got so excited for drafting our truth. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I I was genuinely upset. This is when it's good. I was genuinely upset that Carmella and um, our truth got broken up, but in a good way. I was like, "Yes, excellent." That made me care. How, how, that made me give a shit. How would that work, though? If if our truth is meant to defend it twenty four seven, I mean, is it just oh, except twenty four seven except on SmackDown? So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I try to figure this shit out. I'm like, and, and one, one more complaint I'll have is that you know they last night they drafted uh, um, Rudolph. I call him Rudolph. You know, Bobby Roode and, and, and Dolph Ziggler. Damn right. And um, they drafted Damn them right. together as a tag team, but they didn't draft Alexa and Nikki Cross as a tag team, even though they got drafted to the same brand. So I thought that was kind of you know I'm just nitpicking right here now, but you know. no, but you do, man. Because the problem is when there is too much, you do start to nitpick. That's how the human brain works. Exactly. If you have one, if you have one, and you go, that's a bit weird, and you move on. Then there's two, and you go, wait. Then there's three, you go, wait. And then by the end, you're like, ah, what's going on? It's, like, it's just, it's just well, it's, too it's, much. See, WWE needs, needs to start, and they need to start, and I guess, explaining how their stuff works. You know, and I'm bring, I'll bring back AEW. You know, at least in one week, they explain why the paper, the, I mean, that 
that main event with uh, with John Moxley interfering wasn't a DQ is because it was you know the ref's decision. I guess the ref didn't want it the, the main event of the first Dynamite um, to end in the disqualification. At least at least they addressed it, and that and that's what I that's what I want with WWE. I want them to start addressing things. And they want them to explain and want them to be more consistent with the stuff that they are they're trying to tell us. Yeah, dude. Amen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. That's all I I just want it to make sense. I don't have to like it. Exactly. That's fine. Don't don't care if I don't like it, but I want it to yeah, tick all the boxes. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Well, on that note, we'll, we will we will draw this this crazy stuff to the close. Uh, I think we'll agree on what we like to happen with Bray Wyatt. Whether or not it does, I don't know. Uh, we've got two weeks until I know, yes, two weeks on Thursday because it's just bizarre uh, when we've got Crown uh, Jewel going down. You can watch Crown Jewel, man. Do you care? No, actually, you, no. I, well, no, I really don't care because the last few ones. And actually, I'm at work when that happens, so my my wife stays home and she lets me know what what hap- what happens. Because uh, she's the one that told me about the Goldberg and Undertaker stuff back in whatever show that was called. I don't remember. Oh, man. I, I don't think it would be as bad as that. At least I hope not anyway. <laughs> but no, I, to answer your question, no, I, I, I don't plan on watching it. Because like I said, I have to work that day anyways. Um, and it's like it's a glorified house show and nothing's really going to happen on that show, I don't think. No, no. I, well, I'm intrigued with the Tyson Fury and Cain Velasquez stuff, but we will... <laughs> Hey, we'll find out. Maybe Cain Velasquez becomes the WWE champion. Can <laughs> you imagine the reaction? I would never, ever get over it. Um, kind of why I want it, to be honest. But no, let's not go down that route. We're done with that. Uh, dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you so much for your thoughts and opinions. And of course, your support. I really appreciate it. Of man. course, anytime. Um, like I said, you, uh, my wife and I, we both think that you're, uh, that, that you, you're worth it, man. And I, I do want to say one thing before you close. Um, for all the people that listen to Simon Miller, all the people that you know that like what he does here on his on his channel and also on on uh, Walk Culture, support him. He, I see that on his YouTube. <laughs> you, you have eighty thousand over eighty thousand subscribers. If everybody gives him one dollar a month, that's eighty thousand dollars a month, and he can lot over. <laughs> so support Simon Miller. Um, I, 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 I'm I'm all in with with Simon. Thanks, dude. That you're too nice to me, man. <laughs> you really are. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You you. Uh... Yeah, it, it means the world to me, dude. Stuff like that inspires me, it motivates me, so thank you very much. Uh, anytime, anytime. Awesome. Uh, and of course, uh, outside of that, make sure you head over to my YouTube channel, like uh, my man Derek just said, and uh, give me a subscribe. I would I would appreciate that. Otherwise, Instagram and Twitter at Simon316, Big Cartel, Simon.BigCartel.com, bunch of merchandise there, wrestling style. Um, check out What Culture 2 because I'm popping up there. And uh, I think that's everything. Patreon.com forward says Simon316 is how I'm able to do this. But otherwise, keep enjoying this crazy thing we called wrestling. At least it's fun, right? At least it gives us plenty to talk about. Fingers crossed for The Fiend. And I'll talk to you all again soon. (laughs) 